thank you for joining another. Welcome back to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast. What you got hell? Chris with no brains working because I've taken, I've talked to all of Jacksonville twice at this point, and you got the other Chris who's talked to all of Indiana at this point. And and I'm high on, you know, paint thinner. Oh yeah, because you know you you had to be on at work when they're spilt paint thinner in the oh, unit below you. <laughs> uh, well, my topic I want to talk about. We gotta wait for Tim or at least Mikey to get here. Um, I wish Tim was here. I'm gonna yell at him. Give me one moment. Okay. Uh-oh. I I yelled at Mike or Tim. Mikey's Did okay. He already Tim? told us he's gonna be he's gonna be late. Yes. But I have a topic I want to talk about because, and I know you 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 can talk about at least the movie side of it. I mean, you might have some insights on the gaming side of it. But my main topic I want to talk about today is the. <sighs> Lately, it seems like only like the indie developers or the small. The small movie, the small game developers are the ones pushing the pushing the envelope right now. You get like, um, and I'll bring more. I'll get more into it once at least you know one more. At least uh, Tim or Mikey gets here. Um, but you got like these small devs who are actually making good games compared to like the AAA. Like when you think of a big game developer, you think EA, Activision. They haven't really been doing much good lately. They're making the same copy paste games, but then you get like these little devs, like uh, oh, I forget their name, but they just made a, they made a game that's kind of like Pokemon, um, and it's it's blowing up right now. Um, give me one moment. I'll look up their name. I'm loading up on my Steam. They're called Pocket Pair. Pocket Pair is a little indie dev. They made their first game. And they it sold like hotcakes. Like it's legitimately set records for how well it sold. But then you have a game made by a game that's been hyped for like five years now called uh, Skull and Bones. It's a pirate game. It okay. is being it's considered the first quadruple. So AAA game is like think like hundreds of million dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars went into AAA games, and now games are getting to like GTA Six. Has uh, they've put over a billion dollars into it, so oh now they're starting God. to get into the quadruple A games, is what they're calling themselves. Okay, now. so the new Pokemon ripoff game, if I buy it, how much is it? Right now, it is thirty-five dollars. Okay, scratch that. That's thirty-five dollars for the game plus the soundtrack bundle. It's thirty dollars for the game itself. Okay. If you go and buy, if you want to buy a new triple A game like GTA. You're going to be paying at least 70 bucks. 70 bucks, right. That's double. There's another game that just came out called Helldivers. It looks really good. It's made by, granted, it's it's produced by Sony. Sony's one of the, as the, uh, Sony PlayStation is the uh, producer, but the <laughs> developer is called Arrowhead Games. Never heard of them. They made one game before this, and this was, and it was Helldivers. Let me see what the games they've made. One moment. Helldivers, they made, Helldivers 2 just came out. Okay, they've made some games. They're, but they're still not like a big... They made a few games that have done really well, but they're not like huge games like the game that just came out. The Helldivers 2 is like amazing. But they made the first Helldivers, and they made Magicka. That game is really fun. 
Magicka, if you want a fun co-op game, that game. And the mass hole has What's ended up? this conversation. He must have had to go park his car. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I'm driving right now. Uh, oh. uh, don't drink and drive or don't talk, text and drive. Don't don't casting driving. There's nothing against the law. Oh. You know what? He's got a point. You keep, there's no law saying you can't podcast and drive. This is true. So that te- te- technically, in mass, though, you're not. You're, it's against the law to be on to talk on the phone and drive. Is it really? Even if you've got like Bluetooth? Only if you have Bluetooth. Oh, okay. Like if you're like you're. It's supposed to be like you know two hands on the wheel, but I don't. I drive with my knee anyway, so. Who, dri- who drives? With who two drives hands with two hands? hands? Heck, they told us we're supposed to do that on the bus, and I drove. With, I drove the big forty-foot trolley with one hand half the time. Yeah. And the other hand, I was like, I had it on the side, like you know, like you like propping my head up. Yeah. Just like, la 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 la. la. I'm driving a big, you know, trolley with fifty people on it. <clears throat> Anyways, on. Tim, we are talking about why, like, we just started it, but we're talking about like how small little indie devs are doing better than triple a and like big movie producers in like games and video games and movies. Yeah. Uh, so, so, I mean, there are some good triple a games, but there are also some pretty banger, uh, indie games as well. It just seems like all of a sudden it's like none of the triple a games are hitting like uh, skull and bones is trash. Um, Battlefield was trash. Granted, the new Call of Duty Zombies is good, but the last few Call of Duties have been pretty bad. That might also just be me being old and not liking Call of Duty, but... Uh, I mean, I, I have a lot of fun with, with Zombies. But that's one aspect of that game. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I would whoop ass in PvP if I wanted to go play. I haven't played the campaign, but I do want to go play the uh, play the campaign. Anyways, I just I think it's crazy that like more often than not right now, the the smaller indie devs are hitting more than the uh, the triple A developers. And you said like the same thing, and you like it's the same thing for like movies. Speaking of horrible movies that big uh, the big producers are putting out, Madam Web. How about that crap ass dead on arrival movie? I kind of feel bad for that movie. I mean, I do, it, I feel is, bad for the actors. Is it really that bad? Can I be? have watched? I remember remember how bad that Shazam was supposed to be in the Flash and. I have watched people that I am very I trust their video their movie um their movie uh, sense they liked but they they liked the movie they liked the flash they liked uh um Shazam like we did and they are saying this movie you never see other than in like a few scenes they never actually suit up and it's just dumb like it's it doesn't sound like actors re- doing their lines. It just sounds like people reading off the script. That's what I've read. I've heard that the acting is terrible in this. I have heard. Um, yeah, Madam Wed. And I love Dakota Johnson. She's like one of my favorite actresses. 
Oh, it's only because you've seen her boobies a lot. <laughs> I think she's funny. Um, where are we at on? Uh, let's see what uh, it has made. Opening it budgeted at eighty million, right? Opening weekend in U.S. and Canada was fifteen thousand, fifteen mil. It grossed twenty six mil in the U.S. and Canada. Gross worldwide fifty one point eight mil. It won't make its budget back. No. Not even close. And it's funny because you look at the writers and it's like, why do they keep getting more um, roles? The same guys that wrote this movie, Madam Web, did, uh, um, oh, what was it? They showed the list. They did Morbius, um, Dracula Untold, which I actually didn't think was a half bad movie. Um, what was that? A Vin Diesel movie. On. I gotta look it up. Triple X? No, 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 no. It was a The Last Witch Hunter, which was not a good movie, but it wasn't a bad movie. But they've made they're like one of those develop those one of those people that just keep making bad movies, and it's like why do they keep still getting jobs? Well, I mean, it's just the whole. I don't know. I mean, I just looked up the Marvels, right? Because it's a Marvel movie. I know it's not the same studio. Yeah. But it was budgeted at two twenty, and it only made two hundred six worldwide. So that's like two in a row for Marvel. Is it because like the is it because the AAA devs are in the the big movie studios are out of touch with what people want? I think so. I think they're really out of touch with what people what people want. Well, it's because the big the the big studios are the ones that are always pushing agendas that nobody fucking gives a shit about. Yeah, and I mean you don't have basic you know just average movies that um you know that you've seen that you can go see just a basic movie that's not tied with anything nothing well like I'm, you also figure that like all the big movies out right now are all disney movies and they all have to follow into the uh the marvel universe so i mean or Star Wars, or everything has to be connected. I can't get, watch a two-hour movie and it not be connected. There's only really one big movie studio I can really think of, and it's Disney. I mean, I guess like Universal. Huh. Yeah, but Disney owns like half of the studios anymore. I mean, let's look at this. Okay, so I'm just going through the movies I've seen previously. Right. So this goes to last year. So um, in the last year that I've been to the movies at the theater. Uh, cocaine bear spectacular right everything else is literally almost like a sequel of some sort because i saw scream six shazam guardians three um i did see the flash uh indiana jones equalizer three so i mean there you go i mean how many was it half that's out of I saw one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I saw thirteen movies in 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 twenty twenty three, and one, two, three, four, five. Five of them were sequels or or part of a greater universe. So. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with. It just needs to be no. as a stand-up by itself. 
I, I don't my, the pro, the main issue I'm having is I don't want to have to watch 15 other yeah. movies. I know we say this every time we get into this topic. I don't want to have to watch 15 other movies to know what's going on. Like this is not the best example because it's not the best movie, but Iron Man 2 was its own movie. Yeah, it followed Iron Man 1, but you could watch Iron Man 2 without watching Iron Man. You're right. Yeah, that's totally true. Right. There's like a, maybe like a few things here and there that like would help if you knew it from the first one, but it's not a necessity. Whereas if I go watch Loki or something like that, I'm going to be like all con- especially because it's like Loki season one and two happened before this movie. And then season three happens after this movie. So then in season three, they're talking, they're mentioning stuff about like a movie that you didn't well, see. The one thing good it. about Loki, at least, is you don't need to have watched anything past Endgame. I was just picking, like, a random thing, oh, I but I mean, in general, like, one you know, I mean, here's a problem, too. So, I'm looking at our theater, right? How many screens does our theater have? Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Twelve? I think twelve, yeah. And Mikey um, would be the better one, but he's having issues right now. Five, six, seven, eight. Mikey worked there, so we can nine, ask him ten. when he gets Okay, so they've got 11 movies playing tomorrow, right? And, I mean, honestly, there's nothing out. You've got Madam Web, Bob Marley, which I heard that movie sucked, Argyle, eh, The Chosen, season four, that's a special event, The Beekeeper, which is just Jason Statham as Jason Statham in any other movie, (laughs) The Mean Girls reboot, Lisa Frankenstein, Migration, Wonka, then they have two $5 faves from past years, Turning Red and Past Lives. So, um, like, maybe, I don't, I, it's, it's like, are they not wanting to put out smaller budgeted movies anymore? Well, they're not getting the, they have to pay, you know, AMC or whatever company to get into the theater. So maybe these smaller budgeted movies don't have the money. Look at Godzilla minus one. It couldn't go wide until it made it big. It was a limited release. And then it got really popular because of TikTok and whatever else. And then it, they re-released it on a wide release and it made, it made its money fast. It had already made its money in a limited release. We're we're re re releasing Raiders of the Lost Ark, where we replaced all the everybody's guns with walkie talkies. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see, like I saw the Iron Claw was the last movie I've seen, but that was in January. Just give me dumb characters for a fun movie. You know what I mean? For all the shitty movies that came out in the seventies, there were a lot of good one offs. Well. Some made sequels, they weren't that good, but still. You had a lot of good movies. And of different variety. Between drama, comedy. Um, I mean, yeah, they made some sequels, I suppose. But the initial movies were the best of all of them. So, I don't know. I think the, I think the, I think the movie industry is out of touch. With the consumer, I think everything is out of touch with the consumer. Well, look at what was it? Sound of Freedom, that one about the trafficking or whatever. Oh, that movie blew up, and that's not you know, um, you know it. 
that's that wasn't Hollywood. That was a a smaller uh, production company. Right. So I mean, who's it, the, who's the next little guy independent that's going to blow up? I mean, we're you know you had Spielberg with you know what American Graffiti. No, that was George Lucas. Spielberg was Jaws, but Kevin Smith did Clerks. Um, Quentin Tarantino. You know what I mean? They made these little bitty movies for next to nothing. Is it uh, what is it? My the the Key and Peele guy with the scary movies that are all the same. <laughs> and Key and Peele, you mean? Uh, oh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. <laughs> and they keep pimping how you can, uh, you know, make movie quality movies with the iPhone and stuff. Maybe some of these big companies should start filming with iPhones instead of their big expensive cameras. <laughs> That's true. Well, good way. I mean, <laughs> if it makes movie quality movies, like it says. I mean, if you really want to see how, like, the, uh, you know, mainstream is out of touch with, like, the audience just look at like a critic score versus an audience score and they're always opposite oh yeah definitely i never definitely. trust the critics so, so cool. are so, like, so can not are video game companies are they out of touch with the consumer I, I feel like there's like a lot more games that come out than movies though so it's like an unfair okay i was just curious i Here's There's what I'll tons say. And tons and tons of games, especially like with Game Pass and just random indie games that come out. Sometimes indie games just smash. But I mean, a lot of these games that smash, I mean, they smash for like a month or two. And then all of a sudden you stop hearing about it because everybody's well, that's all they need to do because they made their money, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I, think but... Pal, I think Pal World will be on, around for a while and stuff like that. But. It's only a matter of time before the numbers start dipping down and everybody starts saying the same thing that they always yeah, say for every game that they play too long. Like, oh, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. And then they move to a different game. So, yeah, but who's the next Fortnite where the game is free, but you pay a shitload of money for everything to play it? Uh, Helldivers, probably. Helldivers is 30 bucks. It's still nothing compared to video games. Oh, yeah, that's 30 bucks compared to, like, a $70 AAA game. Pal World is free, though. No, it's not. Pal World's not free. It's 30 bucks. Maybe you should have game does And does almost every game that come out now, does it have to be tied in to where you can play online? Or can can you just put it in and play it? Most games now require online play in some way. And it's kind of stupid. There's a lot of single-player games that require you to be online, but you don't need to do anything online. Payday, payday just like Red Dead. A big, a big problem with Payday was that with the new Payday was that you had to be online even to play your single-player, mm-hmm. uh, like by yourself, and that was one of the things that destroyed Payday Three when it came out because their servers were dog shit. So nobody could play. It was like, oh, okay, I can't play with my friends. At least I can play by myself. Nope, can't play by yourself either. So they finally just released a single player. You don't have to be connected to online feature, which is kind of nice. EA but learned that the hard way with uh, SimCity because okay. SimCity had to be online 
to play, even though SimCity is a single-player game. But don't you have to sign game. in online to play your games? Like, don't on my Xbox, don't I have to sign in? No. So no, it's saved on your Xbox. It's saved on your Xbox. Every, I can okay. play any of my games without logging into my gamer tag. Okay. If I wanted to. Yeah, if it's on your computer, on your Xbox, on your Switch, you should most games be able to load it just as soon as you download right. it. Load can it, you load save it? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, you could save the game. You can save it too. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it saves it saves to the because like saves uh, to the hard drive. The way a lot of stuff works now is it saves to like the cloud and it saves to the console. So like when I go, if I go in and look at my Baldur's Gate three um, file, like my the game file or whatever, it's going to show like 140 gigabytes for the game, and it'll be like 0.5 gigabytes for like this file, 0.5 gigabytes for this file. Yeah, a lot of games will let you, you know, I download it on this Xbox, but I, you know, get a new Xbox. Well, there's all my save files. I mean, like, I was playing, I was playing, it's not the same because it's, like, online, but I was just playing Destiny on my laptop last night just for fun, just to to play around on my laptop. So, I was PC gaming. I'm just curious. I was curious about that. But, I I don't know, your movies are, are hard to... It's like they want to put so much into them, and I'm just like, just give me a basic story sometimes, you know? It's all I want. Just something I can enjoy and go home and go about my day. And make it like an hour and 40 minutes at the most. <laughs> I don't need a two-hour and 35-minute epic. One of my favorite movies is still like four hours long. And it's not The Godfather. It's The Godfather? <laughs> It's Godfather, Godfather Part Two. Dinotopia. Oh, I mean, one of my favorite movies is also four hours long. It's the Snyder I, Cut of Justice League. I think Dinotopia was like a three or four part like special that I just happened to have on like a four hour VHS. Well, what was it? Uh. Um. Oh, uh, Ben Hur wasn't the original Ben Hur like four out four and a half hours long. I've only seen the the I've only known one Ben Hur. I didn't know there was an edited version of Ben Hur. They made a new one. They made a oh the shitty one, the remake. Yeah. Hey, the one good thing about the remake, and I sent this to you a while a month or so ago, Chris. It has the one of the only few revive uh, surviving. Uh, uh, marching uh, songs for the Romans, and they and they uh, do it when uh, they're marching into Jerusalem. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Ben Hur was three hours and thirty two minutes. The original. I remember when I my, when my dad finally said, "I'm old." When my dad was like, "Okay, you're old enough to watch this," and I finally watched it. You're like, sorry, Dad, I already watched it. No, it was a uh, <laughs> um, Ben Hur. It was like a two. Well, old enough to understand what was happening. Um, it was like a two or three VHS rental from uh, Family Video. Of the original banner? Yeah, it was like two or three. It was like two or three uh, VHSs. Because I remember it was like the the move. It has like a little pause to give you time to you know get the other VHS and put it in. Yeah, I remember switching out the the VHS tape. 
there's a, a group of people right now like, what the hell is a VHS? What are they talking about? A lot of hey. people, a lot of them, all of them came, all the epics came on double cassettes. Godfather, Godfather 2, Titanic was a double cassette. I remember Titanic was a double cassette too. Yeah. I um, did as well. Mikey, how many, how many, uh, how many theaters or how many, uh, theater or rooms does the theater have? Screens. Well. Well, okay. You're right, Chris. 12, I think it's 12, right? Because I think it's like 1 through 6 and 7 through 12, right? On both Yeah, times. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember yeah. it was, I couldn't remember how many it was, so. 12 yeah. screens. 12, yeah. Did you see? I've I've questioned this now. So because you know, I you always talk about the Super Bowl and how NFL's fixed and all that stuff, right? It is fixed. We, the we, NFL we discussed that last time. Is classified as sports entertainment. Did you know this? Yeah, and they don't pay taxes. But no, 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 no. I think what Chris is trying to say is that the WWE is also sports, sports entertainment. Football. Yes. Isn't basketball sports entertainment then? The, um, I'm not really sure how they, the NFL is classified as entertainment, not a sport. So it was always a simulation. I'm picturing the meme with the two astronauts in space, one holding a gun to the other. So I'm just throwing that out there that the NFL is designated as sports entertainment, not sports. So just take that information and however you want to digest it for yourself. I'm just asking questions here. Just saying. I'm just asking questions. (laughs) Why is it listed as entertainment and not a sport? I don't know. Call up the NFL offices in in New York and figure that out for us, Chris. Oh, they're gonna lie to me. You you wouldn't get ten seconds. They're like, uh huh, yeah. Uh, what's your location? We're curious to know where. <laughs> yeah, what's your location? You it, it'd be like that what episode of Mom Cor- of uh, Futurama where Bender calls in. He has an issue, and yeah. Mom sends missiles after him. He's like, "Stay right there, dearie. We'll take care of you." Yeah. Why is the NFL labeled as sports entertainment? Knock, but, knock, 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 knock. They're like, can you actually move one step to your left? <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> okay. Just ignore the the red dot on your chest. <laughs> the red laser dot. I'm just throwing that out there. I thought that was kind of fishy that it's labeled as sports entertainment. Does the NFL also hate Smurfs? Do they hate Smurfs? Who would hate I used to watch the Smurfs when I was a kid, but then they got annoyed. They were so darn happy all the time. God almighty. You see what Smurf was born yesterday? After a while, you start start cheering for that that guy in the castle. Um, When you're young, you want to grow up to be SpongeBob, but growing up is realizing that you're Squidward. That's right. Gosh. What's that guy's name? Squidward? No, the bad guy. That's what I'm trying to think of right now. Mr. Krabs? 
No, the Smurfs. No, in the Smurfs. Are you feeling it, Mister Krabs? Is it Doctor Something or no? No, it is Gargamel. Gargamel. After a while, when you start rooting for Gargamel, you know, I'm just saying. Sometimes you got to start rooting for Gargamel. It's like when you start rooting for the Empire. You know what I mean? Hey, the Empire just wanted to bring peace to the galaxy. And there's lawlessness under the Republic. I started rooting for the Empire as soon as I saw Ray. I said, all right, go Empire. I mean, the, the, the best of them all is the one where the bad guys win. You just I mean, begin to understand why. Lucky, lucky for everybody in my Baldur's Gate file, I'm a good guy right now. But when I come back as a bad guy, woo, baby, ain't nobody safe from these hands. I've been a bad guy this last playthrough in Baldur's Gate. I've been... Um... I've been throwing people off of cliffs and electrocuting people. And... You can't throw people. That's like my least favorite thing to do because then you lose uh, loot. Well, like yeah, lately, but it's I, fun eating them I off play, cliffs. Uh, when, I, when I play Red Dead 2, um, I'll like hold people up and shoot them on the road just randomly. Just because I can. And then I'll go pay the bounty, you know, and then everything's cool. Well... Video game, it's like video games make us violent or something. <laughs> that's it. That's what it is. Yes. Video games has caused me to be mean and violent. It has nothing like, to what, do with, with real life. To, uh, <laughs> what made you guys turn to evil? Like, oh, well, we were watching Terrence and Philip, and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, I watched what some consider the greatest of all time the other night. Actually, I watched it last week. It is considered the greatest movie in cinema history. And I have to disagree. I watched Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane is considered the greatest movie of all time. I would say one of, if not. considered the greatest movie of all time? It is. By the list, it is always at the top of the list. Is this list made by the same people who also give movies a wicked high critic score and the audience score? I don't know. I mean, it's the same list everywhere you go. I'm just throwing it out there. It's always like Citizen Kane, Godfather, um, uh, Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz. It's always, you know, it's, it's always those people. So, like Wizard of Oz is a good movie, but it, it wouldn't even make it's it. It's got a ninety-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's an enjoyable movie, but come on, Citizen Kane's on ninety-nine percent on on uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think at least it's more enjoyable to watch. Than... I mean, I'm I'll watch old movies. I'm more of a uh, Humphrey Bogart guy myself. I would much rather watch Maltese Falcon or uh what is it? Uh Falcon movies. Maltese Falcon. I would rather watch it or uh what's the other one? Um here's looking at you kid, that guy. Um I would rather watch what shows than than watch Citizen Kane. I thought it was kind of boring. It was kind of silly. Um what is Citizen Kane even about? I've never seen it. I've never had the tribe to watch it. It's a he's a a newspaper magnet and he dies. 
<laughs> it's the origin story. And his of dying Kate. words were Rosebud. And then after you figure it all out, Rosebud was the name of a stupid sled when he was a kid. It's just not good. Is that is that is that all it's about? I mean, basically, they try to figure out why he said Rosebud. When did this movie come out? 1941. Let's not lie to ourselves. Huh? Movies that old. Let's not lie to. Let's. I'm talking to the critics, the people who get paid to make to say stuff like this. Nobody cares. Nobody actually cares about that movie anymore. Well, you I'm, could. Some people do. It's like there's movie historians like, that just consider. Just saying. I mean, I would rather watch Castleblanca. Like I said, I would rather watch Castleblanca or the Maltese Falcon. Castleblanca came out in '42. Maltese Falcon came out in '41. Maltese Falcon's really good. So it's not that the era has crappy movies. Ooh, African Queen's good too. They came out in '51. Um, but it's just they're just I, I I don't know why that's considered the greatest movie of all time. I really don't. So, I mean, I watched it. I tried to watch it. You know me. I can watch anything, right? Oh, I know you can. I got a knot buster for that, and it's not Citizen Kane. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Positive. Um, I was going to ask Mike. Mike Film Institute, Sight and Sound, Destiny, Polar Critics is... Citizen Crane is the greatest movie of all time. There you go. 85. AFI 100 Years has his number one. Yes. Casablanca number two, Godfather three, Common Twin four, Lawrence Those Overlake. are like, those are like the usual it? top five suspects right there anyways. <laughs> yeah, Godfather two is better than Godfather. Excuse me, I'm yawning. I've been yawning since three o'clock. Um, I don't know. I just the, the usual like top three, five suspects of uh, um, of top movies. Sorry, my brain's just not working. I never agree with them. Yeah, we're dumb and dumber. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Dumb and Dumber. I don't know. Just something that entertains me. I'm not there for the art of it. Like, you I, ever notice how there's never a comedies never make like that, like best movie lists or whatever? I don't think so. Like, I watched the other day, I watched the. You I watched watch. the to do, have you ever seen the to do list? No, yeah. I haven't. With Aubrey Plaza? That's a I, funny movie. Came out in 2013. She's this nerdy kid from high school, and she wants to. She makes this list of stuff to do before she goes to college, so she can have sexual experience. So she makes this. So she's trying, you know, she's got like dry humping, hand jobs, <laughs> uh, hickeys, Best. all this stuff. That is a funny movie. That movie what is it, eleven 40s? years old. I feel like most people would be more likely to watch a funny movie twice than a serious movie twice. As much as I love like something like 300 or whatever, I've seen, it's not a 
fair comparison, but I've seen wedding crashers, you know, 50 more times than I've seen 300. Yeah. It's not saying 300 is a bad movie by any right. stretch of the imagination. It's a fantastic movie. It's just, I enjoy like when you're watching like a comedy, it almost feels like you're part of it because you're laughing and stuff, as opposed to in a serious movie, you're just like kind of watching like events unfold as opposed to like, you know, like a funny, the first real comedy that shows up on the AFI top 100 is comes in at night as in 26 as Dr. Strangelove. I mean, I guess it's higher than I thought it would be. I mean, but, yeah, I mean but that's still. the only thing I see in the top. I, 50. I 100% agree with you, Tim. I, I'm more likely to watch a comedy over so, and over and over than I am some so by that, like, serious movie. By that metric, why are more comedy movies not higher on the, the list by critics if people would? Because they're not artsy fartsy. Yeah, I was going to say because they don't and they don't hold all of like the, you know, the message. It's like, oh, well, this movie was a fantastic oh movie because it was a movie about like gay rights. So like, well, well was it a good movie? This well, list is trash. Movie because it's about like this hot topic or something like that, you know, Listen, the, the, the bottom, the, in the bottom, like 10, 94 is 94 is good fellas. 95 is Pulp Fiction. 96 is the searchers and 98 is unforgiven. I would put them way higher than where I was going to say Pulp Fiction. Like I haven't seen Pulp Fiction like that many times, but it's definitely higher than 95. Yeah. I would put Pulp Fiction in easy top 20 in my book. Oh, Goodfellas, I would put in top 20. Goodfellas is good, too. Because it's the perfect mob. It's the perfect mob movie. It shows everything about what the mob was really like back in the day. Did Goodfellas come out after Godfather? Yeah, Goodfellas came out in 1990. Godfather came out in 72. Jesus Christ. So... Uh, this thing's all messed up, but yeah, that's the only one. I mean, I don't know if they've got it's a they got singing in the rain at ten, but that's a musical. It's a wonderful I'm life. Singing uh, in the rain. How is it's a wonderful life at musical. Schindler's List is at nine. I would probably put that top five. They've got Citizen Kane, Casablanca, Godfather, Gone with the Wind, and Lawrence of Arabia. I can agree with Gone with the Wind. It is a great movie. I agree with that. I, I can see Gone with the Wind. I can see Casablanca and The Godfather. Maybe The Wizard of Oz. I, I wonder how much... I, I My parents have a still in its wrapper VHS version of Gone with the Wind. Still in the plastic wrapping. I wonder how much that would be. Well, it depends on when it was when it came out. Like, when that one came which, out. Which copy it was. Right. I have to look. I think they got The Graduate at seven. The Graduate's not that good of a movie. Really is it? But you know what is a really good movie y'all should check out? I checked this bad boy out the other day. Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. You talked That's about this before. Did I, Holy did I watch, crap. Did I watch this without pants? This, yeah. This 1987 oh. masterpiece <laughs> is about... Uh, Two slaves in a distant galaxy escape prison and crash land on a strange planet. They it's meet called, Zed, whose hospitality yeah. attempts to hide the fact that they are being hunted for sport. Planet Labia. 
it's got laser beams. It's got robots. It's got topless girls. Like the, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they got people. Like obviously it's the eighties, but like the ninety percent of the time, these girls are walking around in like uh, bikinis, like loincloth bikinis. Um, the special effects are cheesy and horrible. The acting's mediocre, but um, I would watch this movie again, honestly. Because Zed is an a-hole, and he's trying to, he wants to hunt the girls for sport. And let me just give you some quality writing, right? Um, Let's see here, if I can find it. I know I did it. Please tell me I did it. Maybe I did it. I know I did. Hang on. It's in my notes. I thought I did. Oh, no, I didn't save them. I can look them up. There is quality writing such as... Um, you got to watch this movie. I mean, there's, these people have been in other movies before. Somebody named Elizabeth Catane and Cindy Beale. And they have... Um, Quality quotes, as in something tells me there's something tells me there's more in this jungle than meets the eye. It's like they ran around Gilligan's Island, is what it looked like. That's honestly what it looked like. If life wasn't so cruel, everything would be beautiful. How about that? That's deep and profound. Halo, anybody? Halo. And then you have one more. There's one more. Uh, I was going to bring up Halo when he was done with his Knotbuster. Oh, where's it at? Uh, you got to check this movie out. It's on Freebie and Tubi. And um, it, it's all free. God bless Freebie for, for putting these horrible movies from the 80s on. Because honestly, I would rather watch these than 90% of the crap they put up, they put out in the movies. I'm just saying. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Halo? <laughs> Who's are is uh are all three of us watching it? Halo. Oh, I watched the first episode so far. Mikey, get your fucking head out of your ass. Let's go. Bitch. <laughs> I will say that the first episode is probably the best episode, but yeah, so far the first episode was the best episode. But like you said in the group chat, Tim, it's called Reach, so shit's about to get real. Well, let's be honest. When they said the name of that one place where that you they went and got captured, well, not captured, but they're on Reach. I was like, oh my god, that's where uh, the the game started. Halo Reach. That was the first mission. But does it have lines like hurry back? If you two get yourselves killed out there, you'll have me to answer to. Does that happen in Halo? Just wait for Keys to say his particular line. That'll be fantastic. What line? Just any of his lines. Yeah. If you two get yourselves killed out there, you'll have me to answer to. Just, just like the guy, like the head Halo guy, does he tell his guys, all right, Good luck out there, man. Be careful. No, if you says, get yourselves killed. No, you'll have to answer. No. I, 
What about I think I finally got past the point with the show where I am comparing it to the game in the books. I'm I mean, finally it's still gonna like follow the story like, a little some somewhat of the story. Like I have to assume that at some point in this like I, I think the last episode of this season's called Halo. Yeah, it's hold on, I have the list. Sanctuary, Sword, Visegrad, Reach, Alaria, Onyx, Thermopylae, and Halo. So you have to assume Halo going to involve the halo the way it happens in the game is master chief is inside that you know uh container at the beginning of halo one on the pillar of autumn and it's it's, the cryo it's escaping reach and then they end up crashing on the halo ring yep so i have to assume that even if master chief isn't in stasis he's still gonna be on the pillar of autumn and we're going to get Captain Keys instead of Admiral Keys. Yeah, so, and the seventh episode is called Thermopylae. I mean, I'm sure you're, uh, Chris, you I know, wonder... as, history, as a history yeah. buff. 300 Thermopylae to Thermopylae? Was the Battle of the 300, so. I wonder if we're going to get all the Spartans fighting like the elites and shit. Yeah, they, they better mention Noble Six, I'm just saying. They don't have to show them. They don't have to show them. But I would love to just get, like, a little, like, yeah, we have a. We have a team, you know, out there, you know, doing the best that they can, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And Master Chief being like, what team? Like, you know, who could it be? And then being if, like, you know, letting you know it's well, Noble Six. I want them to show like at least after we're like when if Reach gets glassed, which I'm going to assume it gets glassed. <laughs> I want them to be glassed. like just mention that, you know, Noble Six is like last standing on that planet <laughs> and just him ripping apart thousands of covenants. Like if you if you Google Alaria, which is the fifth episode name, it's um a planet in, <coughs> in one of the Halo systems. So that's like probably gonna be So is Onyx. Onyx is a really is the name of a book, but it's Onyx also and Onyx Slam. Yes. It's 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 name of one of the pl- books, but it's also a planet where I think I think Onyx is where the Spartan threes were developed. It's either the Spartan threes or the Spartan fours were developed on Onyx. Well, that's what I think Alaria is. I'm pretty sure Alaria is gonna be like the base of operations for I think Alaria is gonna be where the UNSC, you know, uh, whatever it's called, I can't think of the the name of it. Um, is that's where they're gonna like, you know, go is gonna be like the new home base is gonna be Alaria, and then they'll probably build the Spartan threes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And however, the only thing I'm curious about is obviously when Halo starts, Master Chief is separated from everybody. So unless they bring his squad with him which i'm not sure if they're gonna bring the like, i don't i'm i feel the like one girl the bit the blonde girl will probably come because she's basically linda from the books yes. they all survive his squad survives oh i know they survive i'm just because his squad is technically the one from halo 5 that's hunt that's that's, that's blue team that's that's blue team, but blue team is the equivalent of silver team, which is his team. Yeah, which I don't know why they changed it, but you know what? Whatever. Or not silver team, because silver <laughs> team is silver team. But uh, so like 
I know his, his team lives because they are with him five games down the line. But up until that point, Master Chief, it's just Chief and Cortana. So are the episodes going to be like how they're split right now between like Chief and like the like on reach and stuff like that. And then they have like the colony with like the uh, what's her face, like the girl and like the slave colony and shit. Are they going to have that same kind of split with Chief by himself and then the the people on Reach? Or are people going to show up with Master Chief? Is he not going to be by himself? I think that'd be... I mean, I want to see him just whoop ass by himself, which he already has been whooping ass in the first episode. So I mean, he soloed like 10 elites by himself. I still think he could have taken all those elites that showed oh, up. I think he could have too. That would have been that would have been an easy clap. He didn't have a, he didn't have a gun, but <laughs> well, they got guns. That's all he needs. It didn't really matter. He didn't have a a gun before, and I like how you can really see what weapon each person is using. Like yeah. Chief is the assault rifle, like the the main assault rifle, and then Kai has a sniper. And then the big guy has a shotgun, and I'm assuming a nut like an. Didn't he have like heavy weapons, like shotgun and like a a machine gun? And then the other, and then the other girl, Riz, has a battle rifle. I like how they're showing more of the human side of them, too. Like I know in the games they don't really get into that, except in Infinite. Infinite kind of showed Met Chief has a human side, but what'd you say? I still need to play Infinite, the story, where I left off. I don't like Infinite because it le- there's so you have to read all the lore, like all the data drops to know what happened. Because I feel like there's a gap between Halo Five and and Infinite. <laughs> In Halo Five, like the legendary ending is Chief meeting up with with Halsey and the Arbiter, and them getting Halsey, ready. To- the singer Halsey. Yeah. Or um, Cortana, because Cortana ran away. Until, yeah, but like, then uh, all of a sudden, you know, the UNSC Infinite destroyed and everything. It's like, and then all of a sudden, there's Atriox. They don't explain how any of that happened. Like, how did Halo Wars Two and Halo combine? That that's always been my question. Oh, it ain't no different than when they take a book and change everything in it to make a movie out of it. It's the same thing. Couldn't you say the same thing about Game of Thrones? Yes, but the games have always had a pretty concurrent story where you don't need to. That's my problem with Bungie and Division and uh, Destiny. You had to read to get any lore. You had to read all of the extra data drops. Shut your mouth. Talk shit about Destiny. I'll whoop your ass. You, I, you have to admit it's dumb that you have to read every. If I, I want this, if this lore is so important, they should give it to me in the in the game, not make me read. I not make me read a research paper, ten research papers to figure out, you know, what's the driving force behind these people. You can just read the lore books that are in the game. They give them to you. Yeah, but I ain't got no time to read. I got to kill shit. So the only other alternative, <laughs> the only other alternative to that, nobody reads the book. Is to, like is to bog you down with like cutscenes and like exposition when you go and like talk to people. Would you, re- if you, if you can't be bothered to read the lore books, 
in the game that they put there, you really think you're going to be happy sitting there for seven I, minutes? I just want to play I'd be the more game. Happy I don't want to have to read reading. before I play the game. I, I don't. I don't want to have to read about the, you know, I don't want to have to read about why the the, the infinity is blown up. That should be explained. That ship was important in the last two games. That should be explained to me That's, in the game. It's different. Halo doesn't have like lore books, though. Destiny does. You don't so. need lore books. All you need is like a crawl, like at the beginning of Star Wars. It tells you everything you need to sum up. That's all it is. Sum it up. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but the lore Chief. of Destiny is like, and Halo are. F- Far crazier than Halo, uh, than Star Wars. That's not no, that. No, 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 no. You only need to know like the, the, the most basic part. Like when you know the when Episode One Phantom Menace rolled around, they didn't need to tell you everything that happened in the like in the first three, in four, five, and six. Well, no, like, and they didn't do the entirety of like the show, the three movies in a crawl. They only tell you what is absolutely necessary. Whereas, yeah. for a video game. And yeah. Halo should tell me why the most important ship, the thing that we've been defending in Halo 4 and 5, is blown up. Not, you know, show a beginning cutscene where Atriox is running rampant on the ship, throwing Chief out of a hangar into deep space. Who's defending the infinite? At no point in 4 or 5 are you defending the infinite. In okay, Halo so I got a 4, question. the I got whole a thing is that it got no, no, no. EMP'd. I have a question. Do you think that video game companies, and as they turn them into movies or TV shows, do you think that they are adding so much of a story to it that you just can't follow it, that you're just not putting basic games <laughs> out anymore? I mean, there's not enough movies that are game or shows that are that were games, so... But there's plenty the of movies. The recent history of movies that were games is not good because most games that get got turned into movies or shows suck. Let's Except be honest. Mario Brothers. That was good. Mario was good. The, the recent Mario was good. The Mario Brothers sucked. Um, Resident Evil. I was say Resident Evil. Really the first, but they the Resident those Resident Evils had nothing to do with the games. There's a difference between playing it and what like if they started the Halo TV show as just chief on that, like literally from like the start of the first Halo game and just ran through. I really don't know how long they'd last because you would just first of all, it'd be first person the whole time. And so you shouldn't even be they shouldn't even have TV shows or video. I feel like you have to find like a happy a happy middle because like again like if you just were barreling straight through the story of halo there's no i hate there's no like love like uh aspect to like the uh to the games like you don't need it because you're you know playing like the games or whatever but in like a tv show or a movie if you don't have that like romantic interest between any characters what so it doesn't matter like which characters it is just anybody then you're missing like a piece of like story that will obviously keep people like entertained i feel like there's a difference between watching something and playing something you don't need as much when you play something whereas when you watch something you need like a little bit more to fluff everything up well i suppose but like okay it's like i'm playing red dead all the time right and that is a great story so whoever writes this stuff are these like guys that are just like disgruntled movie writers that can't get their stuff off the ground, so they go and write video games. 
Because there's some great video game stories out there. They just don't translate to the big screen for some reason. Or the because you're not playing them. There's a different, like Tim said, there's a difference between playing them and watching them. Playing well, I could them, totally watch. In the story. I could totally watch a movie about Red Dead. The whole idea, but I don't need so almost like Tomb Raider. Like or, Tomb Raider would have been good. I just thought that they made Laura Croft rely on other people too much in the movies that she didn't in the in the video game. She was very independent in the video game. You know what I mean? So I could see it. I could see a Red Dead movie with Arthur and the gang and trying to, you know, you would have to do a TV show. There's no way you'd be able to. I could say I could see I could do that. That would be great. As long as it's done properly, as long as I don't have to play it. They don't have to do the story like I did. But the basic storyline, you know, the robbing the bank, the breaking somebody out of jail, the blowing up of the boat and ended up on the island. You know what I mean? They could do all that. The breaking out of prison. Spoilers, Chris. No. <laughs> huh? I said spoilers. No. <laughs> I, I could see that, but I think for any game, or it's because you guys are nerds, you expect so much of the TV show slash movie to be like the game that nothing's going to satisfy. You, you got to think of it this way. I've been I playing like Halo that. since like when did the first Halo Combat Evolve come out? Like two thousand. I've been playing. This- I've been playing this game since the early 2000s. Whenever Halo 1 came out, 2000, 2001, whatever. It is one of my most beloved series. I hold it to a very high standard. It's like Star Wars. I hold Star Wars to a very high standard. I still think the first Halo season was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't. I don't. It wasn't like. It's not a 10 out of 10, but I don't think it was bad as everybody was shitting on. Because there's a whole group of people out there that wanted it like step step with the game and that's just not gonna happen you're right. not i agree with i agree with that yeah. so if you step for step through the game it's you can't do it i mean shit master chief barely talks in the game what are you gonna have a whole tv show of master chief not <laughs> like saying like one like cortana's like we gotta do this and chief's like on it okay like okay all right that's it that was our line for the whole episode 45 minutes and we got on it I think most people's argument was more on the book side of it all because the book side, of course, has more. But then again, it's the same issue you have when you're translating books and games. The best, like The Last of Us, I think it has to be a show so it can explore more of the storylines. A movie is too constrained to one to like an hour and a half to four hours, however long a movie wants to be. So, another question, speaking of, so why do movie video games some of them translate into good video games why do movies like the godfather video games are really good they're nothing like the movie really and freaking scarface was so much fun you could use a chainsaw and cut people up he never cuts up anybody with a chainsaw in that movie a chainsaw is used to cut people up but he doesn't use it Plus, you can buy all these cool cars, and you get this big old house, and you take over different parts of Miami. Why does video get? Why do movies work better as video games than video games work as movies? Because you can add more to the the movies to fluff out the game. We've always wanted to play the movie. We wanted to be in that story. And I, you play it however you want to play it, not how the movie plays out. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, just curious. Good, that's good. I, I like that. 
There you go. Makes sense. I understand. Gotcha. Anybody have anything else? I do. I watched Guy Ritchie's Covenant. Covenant? Is that a series or a movie? How is that? I wanted to watch it. It's a movie. Yeah, it was on Amazon, right? Yeah. I think it was on Amazon. It was good. I thought it was like, it's... uh, Is that with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Ah. So it was... I think it was written very well. Like, they didn't have to... Like, you didn't have... They didn't have to say very much. And, like, the, the movie score was good. It was really, like... A different way of like showing, I don't know, very unique way of showing that type of movie, I think, in a way. I like that. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal's good in everything he's in, though, too. Yeah. What was it about? So, um, Jake Gyllenhaal is the master sergeant for the squad, and then he's in charge of the squad that goes out to uh, the towns and they try to discover a IED factory or something like bomb, little bomb factories like hidden throughout the area and then like they keep he, he gets frustrated because all these tips that they're getting that leads them to nowhere and then he gets this new translator that used to work for the Taliban but the Taliban killed his family or something or killed his dad and so, like, he's, like, um, at the Taliban, you know. Um, so he's basically turned against them. And, like, he has kind of, like, some inside knowledge of where they work and stuff. And more street smarts than other people. So they end up they end up finding a place. And they kind of get ambushed. And the whole, like, spoiler alert. But, I mean, the whole squad ends up you know dying i guess um <laughs> so besides jake Jones, I guess. Is there a question in it? it's got homelander yeah. in it too yeah so but yeah besides yeah that that's I, I knew i recognized him i was like i couldn't put a face anthony star yeah. <laughs> yeah so Hall's character uh, and the translator, they go out on the run and they have to try to they basically are trying to walk back to that base and then they get they get found uh, well and then Jake Gyllenhaal's character gets injured and basically he passes out and like he gets shot a couple of times. I mean he needs help but like he can't do shit. So uh, the translator is basically carrying him like any way he can. Like he has this makeshift some type of uh, um, pallet to drag him, and then he ends up getting a truck, and then trading that truck for uh, a cart, a wooden cart. And, like they can't take. He has to take all these mountain passes. He can't take the roads, and it's just it's based on a true story and. But, uh, I liked it, so <sighs> this guy Richie. I was wondering, like, what else he's done. He's done some other noticeable stuff, but I like. 
I like it. Isn't it, it? Is it? It's based on a true story, right? Yeah, yeah. At the end, they were showing uh, like pictures of the translator and a guy. The credits. Okay. <clears throat> I think that like the best part I liked about it was like these translators. They're they. They're hired by the U.S. Like it starts beginning of it. Like it starts out like, hey, these translators, they're like they're citizens, but they're hired by like the U.S. military. They go through basic just training, I guess. Like they don't do very much. But in return, they offer like visas to go back to the U.S. for their for their service. And so this translator that helped basically keep him alive um they end up like just kind of delaying his uh, delaying his visa and then he and his family have to go on the run and hide out for months on end because they don't have a visa and like he's basically a traitor and they like kind of know who he is so and then uh Jake Gyllenhaal's character is back in the U.S. recovered and stuff, and he's like, he can't sleep or anything because he's like so feels so guilty of like how the U.S. treated this translator, and so he's like, all right, I gotta go fly back there and help him out. So I, I thought it was good. I, I keep meaning to watch it. I just don't get around to it, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like I was, I was kind of stuck in. Like I didn't really feel like watching Halo. I guess at that point I should have, but um, I was all caught up on True Detective season four. Ooh. Is that any good? Because I keep hearing good and bad. Yeah. Have you seen any of the True Detectives? I see the first one. The first season's really good. Oh yeah, yeah the yeah. second season is that's, that's Harold as like one of the best TV seasons of all time. That's the one I with uh, Woody and and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where that's you get good, some yeah, Matthew McConaughey good. memes. Yeah, and and uh, this is probably from what I've heard, this is probably the second best out of all those. Really, all the other true deaths. Yeah, it takes place, of course, it takes place in Alaska, if you've seen any previews, during, like, the 10 days of night or something. Right. So. Oh, those are the 30 uh, days of night sequel? If you're looking for a good scary movie night, that movie, that's your movie. I haven't really, like, pinned down the season, like, what's really, like, I think the season finale is out now, so I need to watch it. But I haven't really like that much. Like the context clues I can get from like what's causing these this this murder or these happenings around whatever I, whatever they're solving. That's like I don't really know. I guess it is a murder. Oh yeah, it is like these group of scientists. They like are found like frozen. In the middle of the 
like Blake or something, all naked or something like that. It's weird. Oh gosh. So I have to check it out. Yeah, I have to watch so, it. So like, yeah, from what from what I can gather, it's like a little bit like uh, could be like supernatural ish. Like it's or well, like, that's kind of how they were playing up the yeah. first one, the first season, but it never turned out to yeah. be like supernatural. Yeah. But, like of course they have like the Alaskan tribes and stuff, so it's a little bit of like tribal curses or something like that. So mm-hmm. I don't really know. I'll have to watch this. It's pretty... and there's corruption and stuff in the police department and so that's some of it too. What's there's going on? Corruption in the police department. Corruption. Where's Batman? <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Where is she? Where is she? I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Just Percy Jackson wasn't that good. It Percy wasn't Jackson overall. what? It's not good? Overall. Yeah, that last episode was super rushed. Like, they're just like... They're just like... Skip we done now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard it was good, but also I heard it from a caller because he was so excited to watch the next episode. I, I guess some parts of it was kind of cool, but it was. I I think I like the movie better. The two, I, I honestly like both movies. I know it's kind of heresy. Yeah, there's there's two. The first one's really good. The second one's kind of. Uh... What's the second one called? Um, Kimberly, what's the I second heard, Percy I, Jackson movie? I thought... I thought it was. I thought there was only one. Oh, there's two. One sec. Lightning thief. No, there's two. There's Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief and Sea Monsters. Came out in 2013. Oh. It's got a three star on IMDb, so it wasn't that good. They, no, they didn't change many characters. They changed a few, though. But it it wasn't the best. For some reason, I don't remember watching it. <laughs> oh. Definitely, probably. Just how good it was. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Just how good it was, I guess. <clears throat> Anybody got anything else? Are we done? Uh, I got nothing. I mean, I could complain about sports and how we have to have sporting events now, but I don't okay. get it. We could sit here and have a 12 hour podcast. Chris would never finish the ball. <laughs> <laughs> get ready. Oh, I got nothing. Okay. Well. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Who's Your Nerds podcast. You got 
the four of us finally. Um, sorry, my brain is just shut my off already. Shut off already. Shut up, Chris. Um, <laughs> you can catch us at Pod Nerds on Twitter, Who's Nerds on Facebook. You can watch and listen to us on Facebook. Oh my God, on, on YouTube. You can <laughs> listen to us on your favorite YouTube. Your favorite, oh my God, your favorite podcasting site. <laughs> what a train wreck. Shut up. Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, and Amazon. See Perfect Ending. And if you're looking for a professional podcast, look elsewhere because it's not a Hoosier podcast. <laughs> yeah, other podcasts take note and, you know, have Don't thoughts. <laughs>